Hey, everybody. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's a new day. It is, actually. Yeah. Sometimes it's not. It's a new, Today it is. It's a new day. Mm-hmm. This is day 75. If it's okay with you and everyone listening, I'm going to put my keys on the floor instead of on the table. I think that's okay. I hope you guys don't mind that. Yeah. Well, too bad. His keys are now on the floor. They're on the floor, guys. On the floor. In the book of Deuteronomy. Yeah. Yeah. The big dude stepping up to the plate. You know, I, uh, yeah, so where we've been. Okay. The past couple of days, we were looking at uh, the headings here are the Lord's chosen place for worship. So he talks about uh, smashing the idols, or the, excuse me, the altars yeah. of the Canaanites. And then he warns them against idolatry as well. Oh. And now we're going to pick up. And it's funny because before we sat down to read today, yeah, I was thinking about two things. Two things. I was thinking, I am really kind of fuzzy and hazy on which animals are ceremonially clean and unclean. Like, oh, gee. Like, I need I need to brush up. Yeah. Because <laughs> Is that really bothering you? Yeah, it is. Okay. I've never had the Peter dream of yeah. all these animals falling from the sky and me just eating them as much as yeah. I want. Yeah. I... Uh, and then the other thing is, I miss... <laughs> oh, a character that came out early on in the story. Okay. Who hopefully we'll see again soon. Oh. The Hyrax. The Hyrax. The Hyrax. Yeah, the let's little hear orange, for the Hyrax. The little orange fellow that yes. guards the forest. Yeah. The, the good the old Dr. Seuss. The Hyrax. The Hyrax. Yes. Voiced by Danny DeVito. Well, All right. hey, well, I, I hope it works out for you. Yeah, so we'll anyway, see let's we see do. what we're going to read today. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, what? Ceremonially clean and unclean oh, animals. Oh, look, God is so good. Wow. He is That's so amazing. good. Okay, wow. well, hey. There you go. Why you're, wait? You're going to figure it out. Deuteronomy 14, since you are the people of the Lord your God, never cut yourselves or shave the hair above your foreheads in mourning for the dead. You've been set apart as holy to the Lord your God, and he has chosen you from all the nations of this earth to be his own special treasure. You must not eat any detestable animals that are ceremonially unclean. These are the animals you may eat. Okay, you can eat these guys. Okay. The ox. The sheep, the goat, the deer, the gazelle, the roe deer, oh. the wild goat, uh-huh. the addicts. <laughs> That's yeah. a new one. Yeah, it the is new. The addicts, the antelope, and the mountain sheep. Wow. You may eat any animal that has completely split hooves and chews the cud, but if the animal doesn't have both, it may not be eaten. So you may not eat the camel, the hare, mm. or the hyrax. Uh-oh. They chew the cud. Which, of course, you know, yes. they chew the cud, but they, they do. do not have split hooves. Not at all. So they are ceremonially unclean for you. Stay away. And you may not eat the pig. Oh. It has split hooves, yep. but it does not chew the cud. It doesn't. So it is ceremonially unclean for you. You may not eat the meat of these animals or even touch their carcasses. Don't even do it. Of all the marine animals, the marines. That's you know, here for the, the marines. The marine animals, anyway. That's here for the marines. They are the animals. marine animals. You, you may eat whatever has both fins and scales. You may not, however, eat marine animals that do not have both fins and scales. They are ceremonially unclean for you. Well, if you run out of options, you may eat any bird <laughs> that is ceremonially clean. Okay. These are the birds you may not eat. Okay. The griffin vulture. No way. The bearded vulture. Oh. The black vulture. Yes. The kite. Kite. The falcon. Mm-hmm. Buzzards of all kinds. All kinds. Ravens of all kinds. Raven. The eagle owl. Mm-hmm. The short-eared owl. Oh, yeah. The seagull. Oh. Hawks of all Hawk, kinds. Seahawks. The little owl. <laughs> the great owl. The, yeah. The barn owl. <laughs> the desert owl. Wow. The Egyptian vulture. The cormorant. Yes. The stork. 
herons of all kind, yep. the hoopoe, hoopoe, and the bat. Okay. That's not a bird. <laughs> all winged insects that walk along the ground are ceremonially unclean for you and may not be eaten. But you may eat any winged bird or insect that is ceremonially clean. You must not eat anything that has died a natural death. You may give it to a foreigner living in your town, or yeah. you may sell it to a stranger. You take it. But do not eat it yourselves, for you are set apart as holy to the Lord your God. You must not cook uh, no. No. a goat, don't, a young goat, don't do it. in its mother's milk. The giving of tithes. You must set aside a tithe of your crops, one-tenth of all the crops you harvest each year. Bring this tithe to the designated place of worship, the place the Lord your God chooses for his name to be honored. Eat it there in the presence uh, in his presence, this applies to your tithes of grain, new wine, olive oil, and the firstborn males of your flocks and herds. Doing this will teach you always to fear the Lord your God. Let's just cover that. Like, it's so cool that God lets them eat their tithe. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Now, when the Lord your God blesses you with a good harvest, the place of worship he chooses for his name to be honored might be too far for you to bring the tithe. If so, you may sell the tithe portion of your crops and herds, put the money in a pouch, and go to the place the Lord your God has chosen. When you arrive, you may use the money to buy any kind of food you want, cattle, sheep, goats, wines, or other alcoholic drink. Then feast there in the presence of the Lord your God and celebrate with your household. And do not neglect the Levites in your town, for they will receive no allotment of land among you. At the end of every third year, bring the entire tithe of that year's harvest and store it in the nearest town. Give it to the Levites, who will receive no allotment of land among you, as well as to the foreigners living among you, the orphans and the widows in your town, so they can eat and be satisfied. Then the Lord your God will bless you in all your work. Release for debtors, Deuteronomy chapter 15. At the end of every seventh year, you must cancel the debts of everyone who owes you money. This is how it must be done. Everyone must cancel the loans they have made to their fellow Israelites. They must not demand payment from their neighbors or relatives, for the Lord's time of release has arrived. This release from debt, however, applies only to your fellow Israelites, not to the foreigners living among you. There should be no poor among you, for the Lord your God will greatly bless you in the land he is giving you as a special possession. You will receive this blessing if you're careful to obey all the commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you today. The Lord your God will bless you as he promised you. You will lend money to many nations, but will never be need to borrow. You will rule many nations, but they will not rule over you. But if there are any poor Israelites in your towns when you arrive in the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not be hard-hearted or tight-fisted toward them. Instead, be generous and lend them whatever they need. Do not be mean-spirited and refuse someone a loan because of the year for canceling debts is close at hand. If you refuse to make the loan and the needy person cries out to the Lord, you will be considered guilty of sin. Give generously to the poor, not grudgingly, for the Lord your God will bless you in everything you do. There will always be some in the land who are poor. That is why I'm commanding you to freely, excuse me, to share freely with the poor and the, with other Israelites in need. Release for Hebrew slaves. If a fellow Hebrew sells himself or herself to be your servant and serves you for six years, in the seventh year you must set that servant free. When you release a male servant, do not send him away empty-handed. Give him a generous farewell gift from your flock, your threshing floor, and your wine press. Share with him some of the bounty with which the Lord your God has blessed you. Remember that you were once slaves in the land of Egypt and that the Lord your God redeemed you. That is why I'm giving you this command. But suppose your servant says, I will not leave you because he loves you and your family, and he has done well with you. In that case, take an awl and push it through his earlobe into the door. After that, he'll be your servant for life. And do the same for your female servants. 
You must not consider it a hardship when you release your servants. Remember that for six years they have given you services worth double the wages of hired workers, and the Lord your God will bless you in all you do. Sacrificing firstborn, firstborn, firstborn male animals. You must set aside for the Lord your God all the firstborn males from your flock and herds. Do not use the firstborn of your herds to work in your fields, and do not share the firstborn of your flocks. Instead, you and your family must eat these animals in the presence of the Lord your God each year at the place he chooses. But if the firstborn animal has any defect, such as lameness or blindness, or if anything else is wrong with it, you must not sacrifice it to the Lord your God. Instead, use it for food for your family in your hometown. Anyone, whether ceremonially clean or unclean, may eat it, just as anyone may eat a gazelle or a deer. But you must not consume the blood. You must pour it out on the ground like water. Deuteronomy 16, Passover and the Festival of Unleavened Bread. In honor of the Lord your God, celebrate the Passover each year in the early spring in the month of Abib. For that was the month in which the Lord your God brought you out of Egypt by night. Your Passover sacrifice may be from either the flock or the herd, and it must be sacrificed to the Lord your God at the designated place of worship, the place he chooses for his name to be honored. Eat it with bread made without Eat it with bread made without yeast. For seven days, the bread you, you eat must be without yeast, as when you escaped from Egypt in such a hurry. Eat this bread, the bread of suffering, so that as long as you live, you will remember the day you departed from Egypt. Let no yeast be found in any house throughout your land for those seven days. And when you sacrifice the Passover lamb on the evening of the first day, do not let any of the meat remain until the next morning. You may not sacrifice the Passover in just any of the towns that the Lord your God is giving you. You must offer it only at the designated place of worship, the place the Lord your God chooses for his name to be honored. Sacrifice it there in the evening as the sun goes down on the anniversary of your exodus from Egypt. Roast the lamb and eat it in the place that the Lord your God chooses. Then you may go back to your tents the next morning. For the next six days you may not eat any bread made with yeast. On the seventh day proclaim another holy day in honor of the Lord your God, and no work may be done on that day. The Festival of Harvest. Count off seven weeks from when you first begin to cut the grain at the time of harvest. Then celebrate the Festival of Harvest to honor the Lord your God. Bring him a voluntary offering in proportion to the blessings you have received from him. This is the time to celebrate before the Lord your God at the designated place of worship he will choose for his name to be honored. Celebrate with your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, the Levites from your towns, and the foreigners, orphans, and widows who live among you. Remember, you were once slaves in Egypt, so be careful to obey all these decrees. The Festival of Shelters you must observe the festival of shelters for seven days at the end of the harvest season after the grain has been threshed and the grapes have been pressed. This festival will be a happy time of celebrating with your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, and the Levites, foreigners, orphans, and widows from your towns. For seven days you must celebrate this festival to honor the Lord, the Lord your God, at the place that he chooses. For it is he who blesses you with bountiful harvest and gives you success in all, the, your, all your work. This festival will be a time of great joy for all. Each year, every man in Israel must celebrate these three festivals, the Festival of Unleavened Bread, the Festival of Harvest, and the Festival of Shelters. On each of these occasions, all men must appear before the Lord your God at the place he chooses, but they must not appear before the Lord without a gift for him. All must give as they are able according to the blessings given to them by the Lord your God. Justice for the people. Appoint judges and officials for yourselves from each of your tribes and all the towns the Lord your God is giving to you. They must judge the people fairly. You must never twist justice or show partiality. Never accept the bribe, for bribes blind the eyes of the wise and corrupt the decisions of the godly. Let true justice prevail. 
so you may live and occupy the land that the Lord your God is giving to you. You must never set up a wooden Asherah pole. Listen, Chip, listen. Okay. You must never set up a wooden Asherah pole. I'll tear it down. Beside the altar you built for the Lord your God okay. and never set up sacred pillars, uh-oh, mm-hmm. for worship. For the Lord your God hates them. Yeah, he hates our pillars. I guess so. Well, they're not, you know what, they're not pillars for worship. They're not pillars for worship. Are they? Ooh, that's a debate. Oh, boy. That's a debate. We won't have that debate today, but we're done. We are done. We are done with Deuteronomy 14, 15, and 16. Mm -hmm. Chip and Eric reading through the Bible. That's us. Answering, so what and where's Jesus? Yeah. So what and where's Jesus? Well, besides the obvious application, I'm going to challenge you a little bit, of not building the Asherah pole. Okay. What else? You can't uh, use that one. Okay. Yep, I won't use that one. <laughs> won't use that one. And, or eating the Hyrax. Can't use that one either. Good, good. Um, that's fine because I don't Fair. want to talk about the Hyrax today. I do want to talk about the poor. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yesterday, just yesterday, I was with two other people, and I, without judging, not just an observation, the yeah. fact that I, I think they are... Um, I would be considered kind of poor and, and maybe needy. Sure. And uh, was with them yesterday, and uh, one of them uh, needed $10, you know, and asked me for $10. Now, I usually don't carry cash. No, I have cash on me today, which is shocking. I did not have any cash yesterday. I didn't have access to it right away or anything without going to the bank. Right. And and so I just said, hey, I don't I don't have it. We don't have it here. I don't have any right now on me. And the other person that was with us, shocked me all of a sudden says hey how much do you need and just pulled out the ten dollars and gave it to this person interesting and i was like wow that's really cool you know that is really cool and how someone what i would say in their poverty gave abundantly yeah didn't have that much and gave abundantly and and i think too that's the idea there is that there will always be some of the land who are poor uh, he reminds the people that there's always going to be people in the land who are poor. And that's why I'm commanding you to share freely with the poor. Mm. And so I think the reminder uh, for me and all of us is that regardless of what we have, how much we have, we can be a blessing to those who are poor, whatever it may be. And so that $10 for that that person that gave it yesterday, man, I mean, that could have been like $1,000 in his mind, mm. you know. Mm. And, and so... I think it's proportionally, as God has called us to take care of the poor in our land even today, um, that we are willing to do what he tells us to do when he tells us to do it and and to be ready to give. And so um, they are among us. They were among them. And God cares for the poor people. And some of you are poor. And you're like, I'll take the $10. Right, I'll right. take it. But I think before you take it, be willing to give it. Mm-hmm. And I think God's going to bless that person that gave yesterday. And he'll bless you um, as well. So... That's Love kind that. of the, the so what today. That's very good. Hmm. That's very good. Okay, so where's Jesus? These festivals. Uh, so so the entire Old Testament is like a, a compilation or a tapestry of incomplete pictures of Jesus, right? Like we constantly see over and over again, like mm-hmm. this points to Jesus. This looks a little bit like Jesus. This is kind of bringing us towards Jesus. But these festivals... Uh, as they line up, they are incomplete pictures of Jesus that point toward yeah. the real thing. So Passover, right? Pretty obvious, the Passover, um, that the, the sacrifice and all the stuff that goes into the Passover, the death of the firstborn, yep. the delivery of 
Israel from Egypt. Like there's so much to the Passover that just points us to Jesus. Yeah. A festival of harvest. Jesus is very clear that actually he uses this sort of agricultural language a lot about how, uh, you know, at the end of things, when the judgment happens, it's going to be a harvest. Harvest. He describes uh, those people who need Jesus right now in our world as a great harvest. So he's constantly using terms like this. And Israel is meant to celebrate this harvest in the same way that we're meant to celebrate, celebrate the final harvest. This, actually, this festival is called the Festival of the Final Harvest. Fine. So, yeah. 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 So, That's it. And then the Festival of Shelters. Again, talking about the shelters, tabernacle. Yeah. Talking about, um, you know, when, when God came to live among us, both mm-hmm. in the tabernacle in Israel, but that's a foreshadowing of when God actually took on a human body as his tabernacle mm-hmm. and came among us and changed everything. Yeah. So these festivals very much point us toward Jesus. They actually, even though they were the, the for the function of Israel worshiping God, their real purpose in history was mm-hmm. to point us towards Jesus. Jesus yeah, right. coming to earth the first time yeah. was the greatest event that has ever taken place mm-hmm. and will be the greatest event that has ever taken place until yeah. he comes the second time. Yeah. So that is the real purpose of these things, not yeah. just to have festivals. Yeah, and right. over and over again, the, these are so you remember yeah. where you came from, where yeah. you're at now. And even, you know, with the, the Lord's Supper, you know, it's a purpose to mm-hmm. remember, a reminder to remember. Yeah, and, and but the the nature of God is the this paradox that we're called to remember, but also like to anticipate in all the things yeah. we remember. Yeah. We anticipate. Anticipate. You know? Yeah. So it's pretty cool. All right. I'm gonna add a Jesus moment. I love that. I think he's with the poor. Oh yeah, for sure. He, Without a doubt. Was, I mean the way his ministry poor, was. So oh, we yeah. could become rich. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think he's with the poor. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. And he was very clear about, you know, the our poverty in this lifetime yeah. actually opens up the kingdom to us, you know, right. that, not that wealthy people can't inherit the kingdom. It's just right. a lot harder. That's what he says. It's yeah. a lot harder. Mm-hmm. So your poverty here is actually a gateway for you to enjoy eternity mm. and those benefits too. So yeah, I absolutely Good. agree with you there. Good. All right. Okay. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Please share this with friends and family and hope you have a great day today because today is day number 75. Which I think is March 16th, but I could be wrong. So don't make any decisions (laughs) based on that. Don't make any decisions. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Have a good day. All right. Bye-bye. Go go have a snack. Don't let it be a Hyrax. (laughs) All right. Please help. Or a vulture or an owl.